not dead. My weekly market review, January 21st, 2024. It took just over two years, but we finally have ourselves a new all-time record closing high for the S&P 500, which was reached on Friday when the index closed at 4839.81. The US stock market really is an incredible piece of work. Never in history has it ever once failed to recover from all of its losses, no matter how huge, and then go on to set yet another new record high. You need to bottle this moment and remember it the next time that stocks are down large and everything seems hopeless. After yet another long weekend, during which geopolitical tensions around the world continued to escalate and Trump won big in Iowa, Wall Street traders returned to the battlefield on Tuesday morning and were soon confronted by Fed Governor Christopher Waller saying that while the state of the U.S. economy was almost as good as it gets, he was unconvinced that higher inflation had been killed and that fact could impede progress towards the frequent and extensive interest rate cuts that the market expects the Fed to provide starting as early as March. Stocks glided lower, especially when officials from the European Central Bank started making similar noises. We learned on Wednesday that US consumers in December kept on spending like drunken sailors. The retail sales data came in hot, up 0.6% from November spending and 5.6% higher than a year ago, providing more signs that the economy is continuing to grow and just adding to the inflation is not dead side of the ledger. The probability of a Fed interest rate cuts by March, which had been as high as over 80% as recently as the previous week, and was basically 100% certainty at the beginning of January, reacted by collapsing to pretty much that of a coin flip. Stocks dropped further in response, and it's not hard to figure out why. The high probability of at least one interest rate cut by March this year was a major contributor to the December melt-up, and we're seeing some of those gains being given back now that this particular probability is deemed to be much lower. The skies brightened on Thursday, however, and all the stock indexes moved in a northerly direction, helped partly by a very optimistic outlook from Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing, TSM, which supplies chips to Apple and NVIDIA. Also, the Senate passed yet another continuing resolution, a temporary spending bill to avert a partial US government shutdown this weekend, which once again just kicks the can down the road, this time to March 1st for a partial shutdown and March 8th lights out. A calmer mood settled over markets on Friday with the sense that Yes, recent hot economic data readings might well defer interest rate cuts beyond initial expectations, but they also imply that whatever meaningful recession fears remain for 2024 may be unfounded, and that can only be good for future corporate earnings. After a sluggish start, stocks ripped higher after lunch on the back of this new interpretation of the retail sales numbers, and also a buoyant again tech sector which is helping to offset some of the growing caution elsewhere with a new burst of AI optimism following TSM's earning report to erase the week's losses 
And we finally got our new all-time record closing high for the S&P 500. Hurrah. Asset prices in the US are priced for perfection in what is a very crowded trade, and that's a concern. Markets are still assuming that even if the Fed doesn't cut on January 31st or March 20th, it will definitely cut on May 1st, and that the current expectation of a total of at least six rate cuts in 2024 will more or less stay intact. But we're getting closer to the wire, whereby if the Fed doesn't signal at least one interest rate cut, either before or at the May meeting, then markets could well freak out. No rate cuts through May would mean that Wall Street will have to accept that it is wrong about its aggressive expectations for Fed easing that underpinned the entire fourth quarter rally. Pull that punch bowl away and you could be looking at a 10 to 15% decline in stock prices or more. From a market standpoint, it doesn't matter so much when the rate cuts start, so long as the expectation for a lot of policy easing, call it more than four rate cuts, remains intact. Ironically, the real risk for this market is that the Fed does exactly what it currently says it will do, and only cuts two or at a real stretch three times. So far, there is no budging on the expectations of a rate cut before or at the May meeting, as they remain intact at a 100% probability. However, where that number goes, stocks will also go. And in some ways, this is the most important data point to keep track of right now. As long as it remains at or very close to around 100%, stocks will be able to continue to move higher. But if doubt sets in, and we see this reading fall to like 75% and continuing lower, then look out below. Consequently, I am now adding tracking for the May meeting probability to this report each week.